If we ever needed the Lord before, we sure do need him now. Amen. the Lord about once a year it hits me and you may want me to stop feeling being hit praise God I was raised cut my teeth on Mahalia Jackson first recording voice I ever heard was Mahalia and all of the wonderful songs that she sang and I have a good bit of color in my veins <clears throat> doesn't show on the outside but it's there Praise the Lord. From the book of Joshua, the 24th chapter. Thank you, Brother and Sister Grant, for allowing us to be here with you. Thank you, church, for complying with the invitation. And I trust that we leave something with you that will strengthen and help. Joshua 24. Verse 15 he said, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were the other side of the flood or the gods, gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. This is what I want. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Would you like to join in repeating that last phrase with me? But as for me and my house, 
We will serve the Lord. For a few moments here, I want to entertain the thought, I'm not going to go with the flow. You may be seated in Jesus' name. I am not going to go with the flow. There are some of us that uh, were impacted by ministers and pastors and our parents and so on, and I remember one of the good talking twos that my father gave me, and uh, I was, I was uh, perhaps inordinately affected by peers, as many of us have struggled with the pressure of peers, those that are around us. They influence us. They make us want to be like them. I had to give away my little Lamour set of books because I wanted holsters and six-shooters. Amen. Uh, I, I wouldn't be very many pages into that before I'd be wanting to fan my six-shooter and empty those 45 bullets into a target. Uh, it is important that we understand who can influence us and who can move us. It is important for us to make determinations in our mind and in our heart and pray for strength and resolve to stand against the tide that is against the name of the Lord. Of course, the first things that begin to go through our mind are standing for the doctrine of salvation, repentance from sin, baptism in the name of Jesus, and the necessity of being filled with the Holy Ghost. We move from that to uh, embracing and holding to with resolve to the doctrines of separation from the world without, without critiquing that, without questioning that, but adhering to it. We move into uh, a place of, of the the necessity of living a clean life, a moral life in this world. We must hold to these things fastly, and you might need to be a fanatic about it to hold on to these things. But there are so many other areas that the Lord has given to us that we just blithely let them slip away from us. We let the goodness of God, the blessings of the Lord slip from us the things that try to take us down, the things that try to destroy us. And we have to find in the pages of God's Word that it does not have to be that way, and I'm not therefore going to let it be that way in my life. And if everyone else goes and falls in the lake, I will not fall in the lake with them. I am going to stand for the moving of the Spirit Spirit. I am going to stand for the dis demonstration and the display of the might and the power of Almighty God. It is a lonely road, but when you recognize whose side you are on, it ceases to be a problem as to who is with you or for you. You can make up your mind. I am going to walk the king's highway. Whether my family goes with me or not, I am going to walk the king's highway. I am going to walk the path of power. I am going to walk the path of holiness. I am going to walk the path of love. There are so many times that 
uh, we, are, we are not even aware of it, but the pressures of life come upon us, and there is a design. Satan wants to put you in a place of pressure. He wants to put you in a place where you just kind of throw your hands up, and before you know it, you're speaking things that you really, in a good time, would never think of saying. You must not give in to that because we have what we say. I, uh, my, my brother-in-law, I have one that is about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, maybe, and I have one that's about 5'7", five, 5'8". I fit in the middle. And uh, so, anyway, the, the tallest one was talking with him about some things, some machinery around the house, and he was talking to me, and, and I knew they had put a new roof on their house. They had put new windows and doors in their house, and, and uh, they had had a new surface put into their garage floor, and every one of those things had great difficulties with them. They couldn't get the contractors to come back out and rectify things, make it right. They couldn't change things. They, the, the garage floor surfacing was, it was horrible how it turned out. It was not what had been promised and so on and so forth. Well, this last week, in fact, it was probably Friday I was talking with him. And uh, I asked him, they, in our part of town, there are uh, a number, there have been a number of power outages. So the neighborhood kind of gets these standby generators, and he had gotten one. My other brother, the short brother-in-law, had gotten one. And so we were contemplating getting one. And I was asking him who he got it from and how much it cost and how many kilowatts and so on and so forth. And he began to talk to me, give me the details. And he said, but you know, he said, uh, I, I go by the adage that uh, if there's going to be a bone in a fish, uh, fish stick, I'm going to get it. Right then and there, I knew problems are going to come to us. I said problems are going to come to us. Nobody is exempt. But how we deal with them is the question. When he said that, I knew right off that he had violated Mark 11, 23, 24, which you have what you say. You have what you say. We have to be careful about that and stop saying things that will go with destruction, that will go with depression. We have to say, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And we're going to serve the Lord in victory. And we're going to serve the Lord with joy. And we're going to have the peace of God which passes understanding. We have to be uh, a, a, a vehement people. We have to be a virulent people. We have to be willing to be like Daniel and go to pray in the same place as we always have in spite of the king's edicts, in spite of what Satan brings against us and threatens us with, that everybody else may die and may die with sickness and disease. But as for me and my house, the blood of Jesus covers us. The stripes of Jesus have already bought and paid for my healing. And as for me and my house, we are going to stand strong for that.
We're not going to be poor me where finances is concerned, are concerned. We are going to say the word of the Lord says. And you've got to be willing to say that when you feel that you will be highly embarrassed. You will be mocked and made fun of. But you stand for it in the time of embarrassment and you stand for it on the weekdays and you stand for it when the days seem to go against you and all reports are against you. You stand there and those people will come around and they'll have to say, you were right, you were blessed, and we have lost out. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm not going to give Satan any credit. You're not going to destroy me and my house. And in this hour and in this day, you need to make your declarations ahead of time. I read this past week that, oh, I don't know, there were, they cited a half a dozen luminaries, celebrities who had taken their lives, and uh, they were saying, some of them, the reports was, a father said, I just talked to them 30 minutes before they took their life, and everything was good, and everything was going their way, and then they took their life. What went wrong? And the, the, the byline of the story was, watch out for those who seem to be strong, because they may not be as strong as they're making out. So what do we say? We go ahead and say up front, there's not going to be any kind of discouragement to take me out. God is in me. The greater one is in me. Hallelujah. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even my faith. Every one of the greats in the Word of God had to stand alone at some period in time. They had to recognize that there was no one that was going to stand with them. Moses had to do it. Noah had to do it. Abraham had to do it. They had to stand by what God said regardless of what the culture around them. Folks, if you haven't realized, the culture that we live in is very strong. It is very insidious. It works its way into our lives. There are immoralities that if you just see a portion of the news, if you just see a commercial every now and then, that those immoralities are made to appear normal. Work it in, work it in, work it in until finally more and more people say, huh, you know, it's probably natural after all. Let's just leave it alone. Let's let it take its course. But we have to come back with love, with kindness, with compassion, and say, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. In my growing up days, seemed that we could have a, an anointed funeral more easily than we could have a raising from the sickbed. 
was funny. Everybody's faith was at a, an apex when someone passed away. And I've been to many services where people would shout, speak in tongues, while the deceased one was laying here. Yeah, fall over in the casket talking in tongues. recommend that but it happened and I thought why was there not enough resolve in the body of Christ when we know that miracles healing is for us would we attach so much significance to that that we know is coming our way but that we are able to resist it because of who is in us, because who has paid for our healing, for our miracles. It takes a concerted effort. Come on. When the flu tries to attack you, it takes a concerted effort to put your feet on the floor and say, in the name of Jesus, I put my feet on the floor, and I am victorious. Devil, you've got to leave. I'm not getting near the amens I ought to be getting. Come on. It's all so anyway. And when I leave here today, I'm going to leave with a resolve in my soul that I will stand for him not just Acts 2.38, not just a holiness message, but for the whole thing that I'm aware of that he has made available to each one of us. I'm going to confess and speak my strength. I am going to confess and speak peace. I am going to confess and speak joy. As you've heard me say, faith has no feelings. Love is in us. Joy is in us. Righteousness is in us. Why, why don't I feel it? Because you have to stir it up. I laugh because Wiki's many dishes that she fixes, she'll say, would you, because she's been tasting it from the beginning to the moment that she offers it to me to taste. Would you like to taste this? Yes, I, I surely would. Before I can taste it, I'm the kind, hand me the spoon. She's got to stir it one more time. Been stirring it all morning. And something in her thinks that one more switch, come on, is going to make it better. Come on. Come on. Praise God. Well, if that's the way it is, praise God. I'll just have to wait while it's being stirred. But there, everything you need is inside of you through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But you've got to be willing to stir it up. Stir up the gifts. Stir up the joy. Stir up peace. Stir up love. Stop love for people. Come on. There's a lot of things that we've missed out on. I 
remember getting calloused at a particular time in my life, and this can happen repetitively in our life, and I become calloused, and it didn't make any difference what I heard. I just accepted it, laughed at it, and went on. I said, Lord, one day, this is not right. I'm asking you to help restore to me the ability to blush. I'm asking you to give me the ability to be convicted of these things once again. You know, in just a few moments, I began to feel that. And in private prayer with him, I began to blush over the things that I had heard that were against him. Come on. I'm talking about as for me and my house, as for Peace Tabernacle, we will serve the Lord. And I'm going to shout when nobody else shouts. I'm going to talk in tongues when nobody else talks in tongues. I'm going to dance before the Lord when nobody else dances. I'm going to reach out and take hold of what already is on the inside of me. Praise God. Praise God. You and I have to understand this. We have to. Oh, God, I can't tell you. It is not. It is not easy to the flesh. It is not easy to the flesh to turn from the faces of peers that are ready to mock you, that are ready to belittle you. For a husband, for a wife to mock you, to belittle you for your stand. Come on. I didn't say it was easy. This is not for chickens and wimps. Come on. This is for the people that have heard the sound, the glorious sound, the victory sound that is on the inside of them, and they're going to stand against the tide. They're going to stand against the work of the devil and of the flesh and of society around. pastor was conducting a meeting and down the aisle came this lady with her hands twisted and her limbs and she's barely able to move obviously rheumatoid arthritis or something of the sort and he told this minister that was with him he said do you know what to do about that and they said no he said well come with me and he stood before that poor soul who was crippled and twisted and gnarled and screamed at Satan to come out of her body. And before them, the bones began to pop and come into perfect alignment. And that lady left healed. The very next night, there was another lady that came in, gnarled, stooped, twisted, and warped by obviously the same or a similar disease. He turned to that minister and said, that's yours now. I showed you. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, no. He said, I showed you last night what to do. You go and do it. Come on. And there, as she went down there and screamed at the devil, come out of her body in Jesus' name. And the bones started popping. Come on. And she left there every whit whole. Now, you and I say, well, I haven't had anybody to show me. The Holy Ghost is on the inside of you. You need to ask, as the apostles did in the book of Acts, fill us with boldness. 
by stretching forth your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done in the name of thy holy child Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm wondering if there's anybody that's got a morsel of strength in your backbone. You've got backbone to stand for everything that you enjoy doing. Do you have backbone to stand up for health, healing, miracles, works of the Spirit, victory, personified? Do you have that in you? Let's all stand, praise God. I wonder if anyone would join me here at the front and in so doing say, as for me and my house, we are going to have it. We're going to walk in it. Everybody that joins me here at the front that says, come on, I am going to stand for this. The devil has mocked long enough. But if we will submit to God, come on, submit to God, resist him, he will what? He will flee from us. Come on. The flesh is going to stand against you. Peers are going to stand against you. Those of your household will stand against you. They'll ask you, what are you doing? Some of my dearest friends who were people of prayer, I went into a season of fasting and prayer. Oh, God, they came around. You're going to die. you got to quit. I said, no, I'm after something, and I'm not backing down until I get it. Well, they said, well, just be careful. Come on here. There has to come a time when we throw caution to the wind and carefulness to the wind because I love God and because I want to be full of His Spirit and because I want to be gifted by the Holy Ghost. There comes a time, and that time is now today at 12 o'clock. Spouses, peers, parents, culture will, if you are not careful, wear you down. Until you say, well, you know, it probably doesn't matter that much. Lady asked me, what about baptism in Jesus' name? I said, what about it? She said, well, it does say it, doesn't it? I said, "Mm mm-hmm. She said, well, I've been baptized two times in her church. I said, well, what does the Bible say? Well, it says baptism in Jesus' name. I said, okay, case closed. What did the book say? 
right there. That's where we start, and that's where we finish. This morning I prayed and said, author and finisher of my faith, write in my soul your will, your word, your works, your wonder. Finish my faith. Author my faith. Hallelujah. 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 My mother used to look at me. And she said, I'm about to jerk a knot in you. I knew exactly what she meant. And I didn't want that. Come on. There's time that the church of the living God needs to get a knot jerked in us. Come on, that we accept the call. We accept the commission. And we do not back down one iota. Not ever, not today, not next week. Never. I'm going to stand for it in Jesus' name. Would you join hands? We're going to pray for one another now for strength, fortitude to do this. Consult the Holy Ghost. Ask the Holy Ghost how to proceed. Wait for His voice. Wait for what He says to do. And then do it in the name of Jesus. Come on, sisters and brothers. Come on in Jesus' name. the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. My, 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 my. Lord God, turn our hearts toward home. In the name of Jesus, turn our hearts toward home. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The name of Jesus.
1961. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm not going to yell. Listen to me. In 1961, the General Conference was held in St. Louis, Missouri. Brother Winsor Black told my dad, he said, I've been asked to get some ushers, and I want you to be an usher. Dad didn't have the Holy Ghost. He came to church because we begged him to come. In fact, we harassed him into coming. You say, can you harass people into coming? Sure you can. And the Lord can get a hold of them. Can you guilt trip them? Sure you can. And the Holy Ghost moves on them. And my dad looked at Brother, Brother Black. He had a pack of cigarettes in his pocket. I won't go down the list of other things that he was guilty of on a regular basis. Hot-tempered Irishman. He said, Brother Black, I'm not, I'm not worthy. I, I'm, I'm not in church. And Brother Black looked at him right in his gray eyes and said, Oh, but you're going to be. What was the result? Threw his cigarettes away, never smoked another one. He was an usher. Was he a Christian? Not really. But that prophecy came true. God sees us where we're going to be. When David was chasing the sheep around, you've heard it many times, we saw a shepherd boy. God saw a king. He doesn't see you where. He sees what you can be. He sees where he wants you to be, and you are on that path, and everybody has to start somewhere. You're a whole lot farther down the road than I was. When I got my first license to preach in Mississippi, Albert Reed told the district board, Kenny was the meanest kid in youth camp I have ever seen. And he looked at me, he said, but let's give him license anyway. I don't remember being that child, but, you know. But the Lord moves on us, and he leads us, and he leads us where he wants us to be. And the Lord is leading you today. Brother Ashcraft is, is introducing you and bringing you into a place where the Lord can lead you in what he wants you to be. And the future's bright. The future's not dark. The future's bright. Everybody say, God loves me. You thought I was going to say, tell somebody God loves you. He does, but he, lo he loves me too. He loves me? Are, are you sure? I'm absolutely sure that he loves you. And that he's on our side. Amen. Amen. I feel excitement in my heart and a deep, deep gratitude for the Lord. Amen. Would you mind bowing your heads? Close your eyes. 
Would you raise your hand if you'll try to fast at least one day this week? God bless you. Look this way. Pray for a move of the Spirit in our church. Amen. Brother and Sister Ashcraft will be with us through the end of July. Let's make it some wonderful meetings. Bring somebody that needs the Lord. And you say, well, well who, no, who could they? Everybody needs the Lord. Everybody needs the Lord. Amen. Amen. Am I forgetting anything, Sister Honey? I had put Sister Grant under a lot of pressure yesterday, teasing her. And I had flustered her. You say, do people with the Holy Ghost become flustered? Sure. You can be the flusteree or the flusteret. I am the one during the flustering. And when I had her good and flustered, Ken and Tyler were in a car with me, I said, I want to call back in a little while. And I want to talk to the nice lady that lives there. Just flustered her more. What a wonderful girl. What a wonderful girl. She's been good to me. She has to deal with my quirks. Does your husband have any quirks? Does your wife have any quirks? Are your kids quirky? Are you a quirky mama? I am. This girl can cook. Oh, 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 I don't know about the last stir. She can cook. And there are there are several things she cooks to perfection. I hope her chicken soup is at the marriage supper of the lamb. She will have, and there's a dessert that she made. I don't know what it is. I just know that it is divine. And so she changed some of the ingredients. And, Stephen, I was in trouble for announcing that I knew something was different. Honey, you can't improve perfection. So let's quit experimenting with the perfect, and you're perfect, by the way. Oh, you are too. You are too. Sister Grant is the finest Christian I've ever met. He said, well, what about you? Well, she's the finest Christian I've ever met. Well, what about Brother Kraft? She's the finest Christian I've ever met. She's been tried in the fire, and I'm the one building the fire most of the time. I love you. I love you. God loves you. He's on, he is on our side. Can't wait to see Brother Archie or Brother Drake. Just take your, take your pick. Lord, go with us from this place. Thank you. You meet with us every time we come together. You're here with us. Lead us and guide us. Lead us to what you want us to be. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, said amen. God bless you. Shake hands. Be friendly. May the Lord make his countenance to smile upon you. And I sure do love you.